This is another five star production. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Scorekeepers Podcast, where we're always keeping the score. I am one of your hosts, Robert. To the right of me, we have my boy, Stats and Research. Yo. And last but not least, from Parts Unknown, a man they call Baba, we have whoa, Khalil. Whoa, 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 Slow your roll. Slow your roll. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> what you told him last night? He told me, he was like, he was like, I don't know who, I don't know who you're talking to. That is, it's not me. Yeah, to myself, Baba, Baba, what the fuck you were saying? Yeah, not going back to this. All right. Well, to the people out there, uh, I'm going to take full responsibility. We, have, we haven't had a show in a week, right? Over a week. It's my fault. I'm not going to lie. There have been some, some technical difficulties on my end that, you know, I have to work on continuously. I'm not going to lie. Um, but you'll probably hear more about that on Sunday. But because we've been gone for a while, we do have some things that we need to go uh, cover and go over. So I'm going to start with the first thing that we were going to talk about on Sunday, on Sunday's episode. So the Vikings did play the Bills. Yes, they did. It was an all-time classic game. It was. Um, but just a quick question to you. Do you now think, after seeing that game, are you finally believing in the Vikings? No. No. Why not? Go ahead, Brandon. Go first. Have you seen the Bills playing close games over the last two years? It's not good. They're terrible. But the Vikings are now 7-1. and one. They're actually 8-1. and 8-1, and one, sorry. That's fine. That doesn't do nothing for you. No. They're, they're tied for the best record in the NFC. Yeah, in the, actually, in the NFL. And six of their wins are games they've come from behind in the fourth quarter against teams who aren't very good. So. Battle-tested. Okay. Kalu. Their quarterback is Kirk Cousins. So. That's MVP candidate Kirk Cousins to you, sir. The, oh, the, hey, the, hey, hey, the list, the list got updated, like I told you. You won for him at the end of the season? No, right now, right now I gotta go with two. So. Okay, I but so. I, I said candidate. I didn't say he was going. I didn't say he was going to win it. Come on now. We don't care about candidates. We care about winners. Oh my gosh, you gotta give people some recognition. Okay, but so you guys don't believe in the Vikings, right? But do you think the Bills now are falling by the wayside? Well, you have some concerns about the Bills now. I mean, you know, Josh Allen seems to be. Uh, well, it's not that he wasn't doing it before. It just you know opponents weren't catching the football. But you know that. Uh, that what the hell are you doing trait of his uh seems to be popping back up and it seems to be a problem at least the last three weeks he, they say he's battling an injury though everybody's battling an injury that's not Football, an excuse <laughs> you're out there no no you're gonna blame it, it, it's an injury why you've thrown four interceptions in your last two games three of them in the red zone Yo, where's all these stats coming from? What's going on, bro? He's also going, I believe, going into that game, turned the ball over six times in the red zone over the last two seasons. Oh, you can prepare. Okay. Look, man, I'm just saying. He's battling an injury. His team has, like, a lack of a run game, which I don't know if it's fully his fault. I don't think he should be the leading rusher on the team. If he is the leading rusher on the team, that's probably not a good thing. Hence why he's, like, injury prone now. I don't know how, like, that's going well. Uh, he's injury prone because he doesn't you... know how to slide. That's why. 
Have you noticed I haven't said anything about the injuries? Not my concern. That wow. <laughs> That's crazy. No, man. Josh Allen. He's good. Not saying he's not good. But he has a tendency to, you know, throw the ball to the wrong color he, jersey. He doesn't. Okay. He did. Okay. Let's be honest. Coming into the league, he did have some accuracy issues that were well documented. Accuracy is not the problem with that last throw of that game. Decision is the problem. He's in. He's like moving around. I on don't the, know what he's the trying hell to, he saw, but Patrick Peterson was sitting right underneath. That no, that last one was a bad time. pick. I ain't gonna hold you. That was a bad pick. But I mean, like the and then the fumble. I don't no, know. Uh, I don't. The first Patrick Peter Peterson interception wasn't a good one. I either. mean, wasn't his. It wasn't his best game. Let's just say that. But even then, the week before wasn't his they, best game either. They, that was a winnable game for them. If yes, it was, if they just don't fumble the ball. And whose fault was that? I mean, it's a handoff. I mean, it's it's too. It's not just what you're just gonna blame it on. You're I gonna blame it on Allen the whole way. Quarterback, quarterback, hit him right in the hands, brother. Come on, man. It wasn't like it was muffed or you know, you it know, didn't, didn't hit, it didn't hit him, hit him on the leg or something. Yeah, it went Yo. right to his hands. Under center, quarterback center exchange. That, no, I'm man. Sorry. I'm not right going for it, dog. Y'all not about to just just slander. Come on, I'm man. He had saying, a bad game. Did I say- and his bad game has cost his team first place in the AFC East. Okay. All right, so fine. Do you think they can still get back to the top of the AFC East? Because now it looks like they're behind the Dolphins and the Jets. You don't want my answer. Go ahead. It's your get. Give me your answer. It's, it's, it's our deal, show. Boy. Dolphins taking it. That's it? Up. Straight up. It's a done deal. It's going to take a while before Josh Allen starts to get back into the groove because he, he's lost his mind hey, this past couple of they games. They don't have an easy game this week either. They got to go play the Browns, although that game did get moved to Detroit. Mm-hmm. I like that. Which I like I them better. probably works in... It works in the Bills' favor, probably, because they would have had to run the ball in the snow. That wasn't going to work. We saw that last year. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah, that was six a feet snow. Field day in that snow. Six feet of snow, and their running back is only five seven. Yeah, that wasn't going to work. But okay, but you really—they can at least get past the Jets. They didn't do it the first time. That's because they don't like to call pass interference on Mr. Sauce Gardner. I don't. I don't hey, know. Don't do sauce like sauce is He's don't not even the best that. corner rookie corner in the league. I told you the homeboy Jesus? in Seattle is better oh, than Tariq him. Tyreek Woolen. I do oh, like him. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, a, that's still a close. But close I, he's I a little overhyped to me. Say. Whoa. I'm, yeah, I'm calling it. Really? Well, would yes. You like to, would okay. you like to elaborate? He he doesn't get um passing the first call on him as much as he should. I think if he got it called on him more, I don't think you guys would be raving about him because I think if he was doing passing the first call. He wouldn't hit and pass interference. People would actually be productive against him. Well, you know what they say. They can't call it every time. But you can call it when it's blatantly obvious. Is it blatantly obvious, though? Y'all going to... All right. All right. Look, look, we're halfway into... I do watch them from... Look, I got originals, so I'm watching it. I'm just saying... There, I've seen. There's at least three times I've seen this year where they should have called pass interference on him, and it was a a game-changing play, and they didn't call it. That's all I'm going to say. If the second half of the year they call those, I don't know how much of a lockdown corner he's gonna look like. He just give it. He look. I, I'm not saying he can't play, but I'm just saying I feel like he's a little bit more Trayvon Diggs than um than Jalen um Ramsey. Mm-mm, that that mm-mm, is no, that no, 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 is a no. Sauce Gardner can wow. actually cover receivers. Okay, that a accusation is very Trayvon Diggs. He just be in the area. He just be <laughs> he be ball hawking, but he ain't he ain't locking nobody he down. He just he just standing around. Yeah, he gets. He picks. has a knack for the football. He, he gets gets picks, picks. But he doesn't stop anybody. He, he also doesn't stop anybody from scoring on him. He's he a has, gambler. He has great Kenny ball Rogers. skills, but he just gamble. He's a gambler. I'm not gonna deny that. 
but I don't I don't feel like I'm like I said I think he's just a little bit more, I think he's just a tad bit overhyped like I said I don't even think he's the best corner rookie corner in the league right now that's all so I mean we can disagree on that we got the rest of the season to do that but continuing with football the next topic we're going to talk about best offense in the league I was very excited for this one I was too yes unfortunately the show got shut down but yeah had to shut it down huh yeah Okay. Yes, we had to shut the show down. Yes. I mean, I had to shut it down. But yes. All right. But who do you have for best offense in the league? I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I'm assuming you had this prediction before Monday night's game because this was for the Sunday show. So are you still going to stand by your... Well... Or are you a little concerned now? Not really. On the show, I was going to go with the Eagles, but my caveat was that I was making that judgment to that point in the season. But what I've seen from the Dolphins the last two weeks, they might have the best offense in the league moving forward. Because their run game is with Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson, yeah. Jeff Wilson might be, might be the best trade of the season. Without I mean, what he, he just, he's been there for two weeks. He has, I believe it was 31 touches, 215 yards from scrimmage, and two touchdowns. And he's been there 10 days. Oh. Up, up to their second game. Two games. Yeah. I mean, that's... And, then, and the way he runs, his style of running, he gets the ball, it's straight downhill. He's got... He's not like... Some, some, sometimes the bigger backs are a little slower. No, he's a big back, big physical back, runs mean. He's got all the speed of Mostert has. Um, I mean, it's, it's... Honestly, it's really... It's actually... I don't know about you. I said this uh, to Robert Khalil. It's actually very refreshing. To see the Dolphins not have a running back that's five foot eight. Um. Yeah, I agree. Like I like Miles Gaskin. Like he was good when he was here. He wasn't like mm-hmm. he wasn't great or anything, but he was good. And, and he had some good, some good games and stuff like that. And and you know the the we've had like um what's his name uh Lamar Miller others like that mm-hmm. Duke Johnson and they're um you know they've had productive games and they bring their they they bring good skill sets. They've they've helped the Dolphins at times, but the Dolphins have two really big, fast, physical Physical. runners in Mostert and Wilson. And before the the Dolphins run game wasn't bad before, although they ranked at the bottom of the league. It's just because they didn't really run that much. But yards per carry, they were up near the top. I believe they were somewhere near five yards a carry. Mm -hmm. Um, prior to the Jeff Wilson trade but since they've gotten Jeff Wilson they've actually they've like recom- they've like committed to running the football and they, yeah. their offense has been balanced um I don't know what the final numbers were in that in um uh, in the, Sunday's game but I know game. at one point in the Browns game um they had 27 passes to 22 runs mm-hmm. I mean that's pretty it, it probably ended up closer to that cuz the Dolphins were ahead late in that game and they were running the football mostly but um you know their their run game is is just as effective. Honestly, it seems even more effective. It seems like every time they they hand that ball off, it's six, seven, six, eight yeah. yards, guaranteed every know? time. And and with that kind of production, and and let's be honest, like their line is better than it had been earlier in the season when, when you know they've gotten some guys back. But like, I don't think their line's like elite or anything like that. They're just like opening up like a small little gap, particularly in the. Uh, and the zone runs, the mm-hmm. outside zone runs, and, and those guys are getting to the holes, and they're just getting downhill. And I, 
I'm really excited to see what it looks like because they might have the best offense in the league. Yeah, especially if, if that, that run game if the run, run game stays the way it is. That keeps the defense honest and with Tua's accuracy, like this team, man. Like, and the Browns and 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 like let's make no mistake, like people, you hear the Browns, you think they're not good, and their record's not very good. Their rushing defense is good. Their rushing defense is one of the best in the league. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, um, I think their secondary is kind of like okay, it's not like awful, but it's not great. Um, but you forget they have Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Did Miles Garrett play? Uh, it felt like it, it felt like he didn't play because he <laughs> oh, didn't yeah, he didn't get I didn't hear near to his name. I think they might have pressured Tua legitimately maybe like twice, and even then it wasn't even that close. And that's and to me to me that's where this Dolphins offense, um, with this run game becomes why I think they could be the best is because they go up against if they have to go up against the Bills and they're you know Von Miller and and Greg Rousseau and 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 um Ed Oliver like those guys Aaron Jones just fumbled Robert um those guys um you know that and that that run game it can it can neutralize those pass rushers mm-hmm. you know and 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 keep to a clean and and teams are gonna have to make decisions because if if they're gonna be intent, all right, look, we got Waddle, we got Tyreek. Um, we're not gonna you know, we gotta worry about those guys, then you, you can't put you can't load the box. You can't put seven, you can't put eight in that box. You're gonna have to stop the run with six. You know? And so or you're gonna have to decide if that run game gets going or nah, this is too much. Like we gotta stop this run. We gotta put extra guys in the box and you're gonna have one on ones out there for Waddle or, or Hill. Or even let's not forget Trent Sherfield. He's been playing really well too. Oh, so, Sherfield's my guy. Yeah. I love Trent Sherfield. I, I, that I, was a hell of a catch. It, you telling me? Uh, you know, so it's, it's this Dolphins offense. The, the, like spread, the spread of like how the ball was being shared across the offense in general that game was amazing too because it wasn't even like Tyreek and and oh, Waddle yeah. had to like shine and be you know the star receivers like everybody was getting the ball um, fairly evenly too. So. I definitely agree. Like this, this offense could legitimately be the best offense in the league as long as it, as long as the offensive line stays healthy, and Tua stays healthy. I think we're gonna be in in good shape for sure. Definitely. All right. Definitely. Can I can I offer another team then? No. No. What? <laughs> what do you mean no? Because you're gonna say something stupid. Go ahead. No, I'm not. Go ahead. Say it. Who do you think I'm gonna say? You're gonna say Chiefs. Go ahead. But I already told you I'm gonna say Chiefs. That's, that's why you knew that. That's how I know. That's not stupid something. though. I have stats to back it up. Name me one receiver on that team that's not Juju Smith-Schuster. Nico Harden. He's not playing. He's out. He's on IR. Four games. <laughs> Kadarius Tony. Travis Kelsey. Hmm. Travis Kelsey, I'll give you. Uh, my man who just he's got. He's not a wide receiver, by the way. Exactly. My man who just got uh, Valding. Oh, my man. Yeah. Valding. <laughs> I don't know his full, his full name. Went to. I, okay, now come on. You're asking me just man. a little too much. My man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not familiar with him. Yeah. Who he play for? I know who's on the – you're not going to try me right now. I know who's on the Chiefs offense. You're not going to do that to me, all right? Well, it's okay. We got a – Let's not look. I got Google some it? stats to back up my do point. Do you want to Google it? Go Google, ahead, Google what? His name. I know who you're talking about. Do you want to Google his name? I don't need to do that. I feel like this I is unnecessary. I Marquez Valdez Scantling. I just didn't want to mispronunciate his name. I've been oh, bad at pronunciations. Yeah, I, I, said, I, said, I said the right I – said, I said a V. That that's a for good some. one. I know who he was. That's pro- oh, that's oh, that is a touchdown. Catch. Is that is that? Oh, yeah, that's Watson again. That's All right, we are uh just keep track. We're watching the 
Titans and Packers game. Who also has a bunch of receivers who are Madden generated players. Which team? The Packers. Oh. And the Titans. Yeah, I was about to say, the, Vikings, the Titans, you can say the same thing for it. All right, but look, I got some things to back up my claims, okay? Look, they le- they're the number one team in passing yards per game. Okay. How many times a game do they throw? They throw the ball a lot. Exactly. But, the, do- but the Dolphins throwing the ball a lot as well. Well, I was going to say the reason why they, they probably their passing yards are so high is because they ain't really they got no much of a choice, one. And two, yeah, the Dolphins up until this point, but I feel like a lot of these games are going to be more rush heavy. I mean, they're forward. okay. Yeah, because I'm saying the Dolphins, I don't think are that far behind in rushing yards per game. So I, I think right, actually so the Dolphins are ranked lower than them. Block they should game. be. Ranked yeah, lower. the Dolphins are near the bottom, but they do have the most I points think per like 28th or 29th. They do average the most points per game this year at 30 points. Yes, they do per game. That is true. They have Patrick Mahomes. They have Travis Kelsey, who's, who if he's not the best wide receiver, uh, best tight end in the league, he's one A. There's not a tight end besides maybe George Kittle that you would rather have. Um, and they have a cast of characters. Yes, they don't have Tyreek Hill, but they have a different receiver to fit a different role. And they got Tooney now, and Tooney looks very explosive. He looks like he'll he'll take that role. But none yeah. of them are Tyreek Hill. That's that's fine. So, but I mean, this is the NFL. It's saying NBA. Name me one wide receiver you have to double team. That's that's not their offense. Their offense that's isn't that you have to. The person that you have to worry about is Mahomes. It isn't necessarily the receiver. But that, they have my, different receivers. Point. If I can play you, look. I mean, we'll see. When you get to the playoffs, okay. Not every team in the playoffs. Well, they do double. They defense, do double Kelsey. But if you want a wide receiver, okay, that's your whole. Okay, I'm you, only, uh, you could double a the tight end if he's going to run Kelsey's gonna, seven yards the, and then turn the around. Tight that's end, cool, but that's not the tight end is going to operate mostly, mostly out of the slot. He does operate mm-hmm. out wide sometimes. But he mostly operates in the slot and as an inline and he'll be like and he'll block and, and, and he'll come out of routes and you know, chipping on routes and, and um getting out into the into the passing um passing game. But it is much easier to handle some take away the middle of the field without committing additional bodies to the to defense. A wide receiver, if you don't have to if there's nobody on the outside that you're concerned about, then team teams can simply load. They can load the box if they have to, and they don't even really have to because the Chiefs don't have a run game to speak of, like a really good one. So they can literally just load. They can just blitz, load the box to blitz, and get at Mahomes and pressure him and make him make decisions. Because while I criticize Josh Allen for doing what the hell are you doing stuff, Patrick Mahomes does the same thing. He does a whole lot of what the hell are you doing as well. So I'm just saying. And, 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 and the reason why I'm talking about the Dolphins offense is you got Tyreek Hill. You know you got to double him. You don't want to be leaving him one-on-one. The way Waddle has played, uh, he, he was doing it last year, but particularly this year as well. Um, you might want to commit an occasional double team to him as well. The Dolphins. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are number one and number two in the league at receiving yards against man-to-man coverage. So those are two guys you probably want to uh, put extra help over there. And now, like I said, with the Dolphins' run game, they were already average. They were already near five yards a pop prior to this trade. After I I apologize, I don't have what the numbers are, but there's just this Dolphins' offense has 
so many different ways to attack you. And quite frankly, the the way it was playing before, it was you were really you have to commit guys to the passing game and you know, you could probably let the running game go, even though like Mostert still was a lot of times. Mostert gets that ball and it's 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 eight yards. But with Jeff Wilson added to the mix, the run game's looking a lot more dangerous, a lot more potent. It really looks like this is an offense. You're like, all right, are we gonna let them are we gonna make them just, you know, see if they can run eight yards a pop the entire game or are we gonna have to try are we gonna try and stop this and, and Hope and pray to God that Tyree Kill doesn't burn us for 175 yards and Waddle goes for 150. Okay, so besides, okay, so this we'll do. We'll put we'll it's do more a- dynamic. All that to say, the Dolphins' offense is more dynamic than the Chiefs, and I don't think that's an ar- that's not an argument. You can we'll, we'll leave it to the people then. We'll do a poll for tomorrow. Best offense in the league, but the Chiefs, you put the Dolphins. Now, look, I expect the Dolphins might win this. A lot of our fans are Dolphins fans. That's fine. But I think some people him? there. He's an election denier. Uh, <laughs> He's saying yeah, it's rigged. I didn't say it was rigged. All I'm saying is a lot of the fans are, are obviously um, picking options. I don't know what the hell going on today. What the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hurry up and get, get this might be the last. This might be the last time we do that at the house. I'll have to find somewhere else next week. Um, I I think the Dolphins, as much as I love their offense, I still think the Chiefs might probably have the best. I mean, they statistically have the best offense in the league. Really? Yes, man. The Chiefs have a really good offense, and they run. Look, yes, they have they have the best quarterback in the league, and look, he might not have Tyree Kill anymore, and that's fine. And I do think that's gonna that might be a problem for them in the playoffs. But at least in the regular season, they're one of the top teams. You can't take that away from them. It's statistically proven. Uh, I do what you want, man. But put put up a poll this week. Who got the best offense in the league? Chiefs or Dolphins? And we'll we'll announce the results on Sunday. So sure. that's fine. But I'm not telling you they don't have a good offense. Like I said, their uh, Dolphins' offense is more dynamic, and that's not an argument. I think I think you can't argue that the Chiefs have no run game to speak of. The Dolphins, besides last week, have no run game. That's you just true. saw them have a run game. I just told you that prior, to, they just don't run the ball. They they just don't. They actually just did not call that many run plays. But prior to the trade, they were still averaging like five yards a pop. That's a run game. All right. Well, well, and now with Jeff Wilson instead of Chase Edmonds over there, Mister can't find the hole to save his life. They they're running. The, they've committed to running the ball more, and they're still there. Like I said, I apologize. I do not have the stats. In fact, if you like, I can go look it up and I'll bring it to you on Sunday. We can continue this on Sunday, but I still think I'm I'm still I'm still standing ten toes down. I think she's the just. I think she's have the best offense. The Eagles have a good offense too, but they just Oh yeah, we should we should mention the Eagles before we they, get killed. They, they they seem to um I don't I haven't watched a ton of Eagles, but to echo something Clayton has told us all year, they seem to be a first half team. They just their offense like I guess teams make adjustments and then their offense just can't do anything in the mm-hmm. second half. Um so which again, that's a problem in the playoffs. Okay, you, have, you know. Saying. Quite frankly, I think 
what I have seen of the Eagles, um, they could use a run game. I think they have a pretty good running back in Miles Sanders. They just don't give him the ball. I think they should give him the ball a lot more. I don't know, Clayton, if you agree or not when you listen to this episode. Well, maybe you chime in. Jalen Hurts does do a lot of running as well. Quarterback run game is not the same as or like a running back run game. Like I know. I'm just saying why it's Curry's mic on Like now. you get the yards. Yeah. But like, okay. The point is I'm making here in the playoffs, AFC championship game. Let's say the Dolphins make it that far. And obviously, who, whoever they play, Chiefs, whoever, Bills, doesn't matter. Um, they would have played an entire season in, in, what, three three more games possibly, depending on who gets the bye. Possibly. Yes. Um, you're in the fourth quarter of that game. I have Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert to run the ball and clock your linebackers in the chest and your corners in the chest every time they come up to make a tackle on that run, run play. That is not the same as Jalen Hurts running or Lamar Jackson running. The exception might be Josh Allen running because he is a linebacker. But other than that, the quarter, the, 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 the run game is it's just the, the running back run game is different, man. More physical. It wears down defenses. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. And quite frankly, I don't know. Did you go to the game, Khalil? No, I didn't go to the. But you, I mean, you watched it. That Browns defense looked gassed. They were tired. Like they could, they, they didn't have much like for the Dolphins offense anyway, like all day. Mm-hmm. But even late in that game, like when the Dolphins were like, they, their, their yards per carry, it seemed like it was going up yeah. with each carry because those dudes was getting hit. And it's just like, it's hard. Like, after playing, you know, 50, 60, 70 snaps, you go try to tackle Jeff Wilson coming mm-hmm. at you downhill at, at 20 miles an hour, his 220-pound his ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, t- that's tough. That's why you need that run game. All right. Well, look, I do qu- – the only thing about the Dolphins is I do qu- – I think I told you this, like, two weeks ago. I do question how their offense is going to look – uh, later on in the year, especially if they have to play on the road more and they play in like northeast and colder weather areas, I do question that. Especially since even though Tua, I don't have a problem per se with his arm, he doesn't have the strongest arm. And we did see last year when he did play that Tennessee game, it can it might be a problem. So, just keep that in mind. You ain't got nothing to say about it. When you're yeah, I do. I'll, I'll oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I have. A run oh, game now. Oh, all right. If if, okay. if your quarterback, if you question his arm or his throwing ability, you go to the run. Go game. ahead. That's, that's fine. That's Ooh. how. That's how Tannehill has been able to survive in Tennessee for this long. It's because you just rely on the run. All game. right, leave Ryan T. He got nothing to do with this slander. Yeah, no, yeah I'm, I'm, just, I'm just stating the facts. That's the point. That's the whole point of the run game. Why it's so important? I, look, I like I like that we have a run game. I'm really happy about it. But or it looks like we have a run game. But I just want to see it just a couple more times. For I just only saw it no, one time. That's what I said. Did I say they have the best offense in the league? No, I said they might. It looks like they might. It's okay. been two games. I said that on the front end. It's been two games. That's why I came in here and I told you the Eagles, but because. What they what eight nine games in like the Eagles were, were had a fantastic offense, but what I I said I, I premised the the what I said the first the first two weeks of of this Jeff Wilson trade it looks like the Dolphins have really found something here to add to their team and and if this is what we see from here on out 
I don't think there's any question the Dolphins have the best offense in the league. Okay. All right. So we're going to move on from the NFL. We have to get to something that I know you wanted to talk about that was you're really excited about. Texas A&M. Yeah, I see, I see you grinning. I see it, bring, it brings smiles to you. Joy from ear to ear. Well, as I, as I, for those of you who follow us on Instagram at the Scorekeepers Pod, um, when we made our announcement that we had to um, shut it down, I made a mention that it could be worse. It could be worse. We could be like Jimbo Fisher. Out of excuses. He's still getting paid. That's fine. But you know what he's not getting? What? Excuses. They can't fire him. I've told you this before. They're not going to fire him. He costs too much money. Price of oil. How much is the (laughs) price of oil? Oh, my (laughs) God. Per barrel. Oh, my goodness. They're not firing. I'm still paying over $3 per gallon of gas. They can afford it. They cannot afford to fire. They're not going to fire Jimbo Fisher. Wait, you'd rather have gas prices go up than him than him lose his job? Are you serious? I'm saying I'm paying a lot of money for gas. Everybody's paying. Yeah. They have money. It's college football. They can afford I'm not to paying fire $2 for it's gas. A, you don't know. Let me how, show you how much. How have we seen this year get fired? That's different. And his, still get guaranteed not, money. First nah, first. but his buyout's I different. Do, no, his buyout is 86 I know, I know, it's, I know it's a lot of money, but. I'm, I'm not going to hold you. On the front end, look, I'm just going to say it right now. I do not think they will fire Jimbo Fisher. They should, but I don't think they will. Um. They they probably they probably have to wait like at least two more years, so hopefully they could get this turnaround for their sake. But, um, man, dude, we sat up there. What was it? Two weeks ago, Khalil. Mm-hmm. I sat up there and I told you what they're gonna win four games. They're gonna of their last what was it four games at the time? I think mm-hmm. it was. at the time it was like four four or five games, games left. Yeah. And I told you the only team they would beat is University of Massachusetts, who they play this week. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they'll win that game. But I, I heard some comments from uh, a player on the team. I do not have his name at the moment. Uh, very concerning to me. He said that uh, we hope to come out and dominate uh, UMass this week. And then, you know, he wants to go piss in the cornflakes of LSU. Um, doesn't sound like, it sounds, you know, fine comment. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the word hope. <laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't like that. Can't have hope. I didn't like the word hope. Why, why do you not, need to hope yeah, to beat UMass? Yeah, you should be saying that. I mean, they, they've had a rough year. I don't think they should be guaranteeing wins anymore. I'm, look, I hear you. I hear you, brother. But, I mean, it's, it's not good. Let, give, give me a second. While I, let me pull up the stats. I had stats for you okay. guys. Well, um, I'm going to have that. to scroll a bit because this was on Sunday. Cool. $86 million. $86 million. If you, if it was, if you were uh, one of the big donors for the school who would have to pick up that That's bill. Texas. Do you know how much money they're willing to give up? Are you crazy? Okay, if you, let's just say, let's just say you're a millionaire, right? They tell you and they come to you and they're like, but we're going to buy. You make it seem like it's one million that giving up his, his 86 million. Well, I'm going to tell you how much, I'm going to tell you how much you're contributing. Yeah, let's say, you say, you, you say anything. You're nine figures. You're nine figures. Because this, like I said, this is Texas. You're nine not, figures millionaire. Okay. You're not a billionaire. But you're like nine figures, all right? Okay. They come to you and say it's eighty six million. They say, "Look, we need you to drop like ten million to get rid of him." That's that's not that's not realistic at all. You know, damn well, there's more than one millionaire 
boosting I, for Texas I, well, A&M. Other boosters could be used they're in other parts. But they're not going to ask one one individual well, booster for $10 so million dollars you for have to You have to understand the thing with, um, okay. I do not, th- I, I said it, I do not think they will fire Jimbo Fisher. That $86 million um, buyout is pretty nasty. However, you kind of have to understand, and as I'm sure you do know, you're well aware, Football in Texas is not football anywhere else. It's religion. It is not football in Florida. Like football in Florida is is a big deal and and, and all that stuff. But fo- look, let's be real. Football in Florida is about like getting out. You know what I'm saying? It's getting out, getting out the struggle, getting out the hood, buying mama a house. That that's what football in Florida is about. Football in Texas is not that. God's country. Football in Texas, as Khalil said, is religion. Like, Friday Night Lights in Texas is a thing. Like, people do that. Like, they're not going to the club on Friday. They're going to Friday Night Lights, and then maybe they go to the club after. Or the, Bar. the honky-tonk. Yeah. yeah. The, the roundup. <laughs> the, the roundup, yeah. Um, and the people who, who boost these schools, whether it's, you know, Texas, Texas A&M, um, Houston's a little different because it's basically Tillman Fertitta's the only one boosting that operation. But the the guys who boost these programs, SMU, um, they like they're giving that money because they are fans, because they love football, and all they care about is te- is in this case Texas A and M being good. Texas A&M has never really been good. They're not Texas. No. In fact, every time Texas A&M has been good, you know who's came calling right after? The NCAA. Okay. They want Texas A&M to be good. These people, these boosters at this school, they're spending this money. There's no reason for College Station, Texas, to have the number one recruiting class in the country. None. It's not, like, I can give you more reasons for Tuscaloosa, Alabama, or um, Columbus, Ohio. That's actually not even that bad one, that bad, that bad a place. Um, even some of these places like, uh, like Arkansas and, 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 and some of these other SEC schools, I can give you reasons for those, those places to be good at football more than I can College Station, Texas. Um, but they're good because they want, they, they have the want to, they want to be good at football, plain and simple. And so if they really are, I don't know how upset the boosters are at Jimbo Fisher. I don't know if he's lost those people. He's lost the fans. Um, that's, that's true, but he has not lost his student body. Yeah. Those cornballs? Yeah. Didn't that yell? Freaking those uh <laughs> those uh what what what's what's the word they fucking use? A dumbass. They have their what's their what's their name? The uh, the freaking um They still doing that even though even though they're losing, right? They still get up there like every they do it every week. That's uh, sad. If they if the boot look, if he loses the boosters, I don't care. It doesn't matter what that buyout is, he's out of there. I just don't know if he's lost the boosters. To my from what I could tell, I don't think he has. But I mean, he had the number one recruiting class last year. Um, I'm not sure what they're currently ranked, but I think they're in the top 10. Um, you know, 
the hope is, I guess, he can turn it around. And, you know, maybe he can because, like, the transfer portal can probably does he, help that Does he out, individually, but, like, does he actually go out and recruit his players? Or does he have, like, a, a team to kind of do it for him? Are, are you asking if, like, like he recruiter? does it himself? Yeah. Like, does he enjoy recruiting? Because, honestly, looking at this team, especially the, a lot of the reports and shit that we've come out, seen that come out from this team, it looks like they were just taking, like, basically just throwing money out there to any player that wanted to be, like, wanted, basically just a cash grab. Like, it didn't seem like he was really um, well, recruiting no. off so of, like, before personality. NIL a lot has, of these dudes. I, NIL has only been a thing. This is the first first official, G, official year. Of L- Wasn't NIL. last year the first last year? year? Last year was. I thought yeah, last year we're in the second year now. Oh, okay. I thought last year they, like, it was, like, close no, to the end. They no, started this is the, the first year. Of NIL. Like the first, yeah, first um, full year of... I thought, oh, I thought it was last year. Uh, he's had good re- recruiting classes in the past. Like, Jim, Jimbo Fisher can recruit. Um, his staff is full of elite recruiters. Um, to be, how much does he... How much does he, like, how much is he like a dog recruiter? Um, I think he's good. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's elite. Um, he was. At one it time. just looks like he's a coach who doesn't really have much control over those players. That's yeah. what I got. I mean, that was kind of his problem at FSU that was as well. Was it? Was it? Okay, yeah. okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, because, like, and I mean. like, so I actually said, I kind of said this to somebody as a joke, kind of tongue-in-cheek, but, like, it also is kind of true. Do you know, well, there are a lot of reasons why it kind of went bad at FSU, but you know what one of the things that came out of that that was, it it came out of him leaving FSU. Mm-hmm. How big a role did it play? I don't really know. But so did how, did you hear the story that he, so he's divorced from his wife. Okay, he's not with his wife anymore. Mm-hmm. They got divorced because she was supposedly sleeping oh, with God, no. players from Florida. Oh, that, that was a rumor. That was a rumor. Allegedly, allegedly. And so. As I told, I can't even remember who I told this, but as I told them, it's kind of hard to get respect from kids when other kids is out here piping, piping who they probably know because this is FSU in Florida. Florida, Yeah, um, are banging out your wife. Yeah, that's 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 bad for business. And so, look, and and that's not. That doesn't really have anything to do with him personally. Like that's a you know mm-hmm. his, his if that is true, like his wife is doing that stuff. But um, you know, it's just well, it must be rough up in there in Tallahassee. Her, her name is Candy. Nah, yeah. nah. <laughs> what that song say? Nah, tastes like candy. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh oh. that, but that was his problem at FSU. Regardless, like he he just. He he sometimes lacked control of the locker room and, and his mm-hmm. players, and you know if you know you have nil into it, that doesn't exactly help things. Um, I agree, but I mean I feel like this is the only team where it's like every either every week or every other week you hear oh three players aren't playing for conduct issues or we saw the footage of homeboy doing fucking fast and furious in the damn parking garage and shit like you that. You going crazy? Like it, it's like it's just a maximum. We're here for the money. We don't give a fuck about anything else from those players. And I just feel like I and that's but like and like I understand I, like in the age of nil, you'll probably see a lot more players like that. But what other teams are we seeing where every week somebody? is not playing because they don't know how to act. Well, off, but off the that's because you have, that comes down to an issue of, like, NIL is here. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. But you have to be able to 
to control your program and your players. And I will give you a good example of that that came out this week from Miami. This is not at all NIL related. Uh, Miami has, has their own culture issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of entitlement um, seems to be an issue throughout the program over the past several years. And some of these players, it seems like some of the players currently on the team may feel that way. Um, for those of you who don't know, Mario Cristobal in his uh, Zoom press availability, I believe it was yesterday, um, was asked a question about, um, they had a couple parents who came after some of his assistants on social media. Um, one of them was, I think, maybe two or three weeks ago now, it was a wide receiver on the team who was actually project. He started the year as a starter. And um, I don't, well, I don't think he's, I don't think he showed up to the last game. So I'm not even sure if he's with the team anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but he hasn't played well. Like he wasn't good. He has like like he has talent. I like him. I like the kid, but he hasn't played well, and um, he's basically lost his his job because of it. And then there was a another parent, um, who who went went after uh, their cornerbacks coach Jamil Adai on Twitter because uh, UM in their last game beat Georgia Tech, blew him out, and so a lot of freshmen played in the fourth quarter, and his son was apparently the only freshman that didn't play. That dressed and didn't play. Um, so I guess he wasn't happy about that, came after the assistant. So they asked Mario a question about it, and Mario Cristobal said, any parent is free to come get their kids and take yeah, them Yeah, I did home. see that. And that's the kind of thing you need. Like, like daycare? You got to have that. You could pick up your kids anytime and go. Um, I was going to say, because they are kind of treated like Little League in the sense like, okay, you, you, you're upset because your son's not getting playing time. Like, yeah. he's a grown man. That's what he said. And if he's not performing, he's, he's a not young adult. He's well, a young adult. Supposedly, the issue with That's this feelings. kid is not performance related at mm-hmm. all. He's, he's a freshman. He's a, high, he's a high, high, highly talented player. I believe he's like a top 10 quarterback in the mm-hmm. country. Uh, but he's a little undersized, and he's coming off a knee injury. I think he's like 6'1". He, I believe he's like 145, 150 pounds, and supposedly he struggled to put on weight. Like, oh, he has okay. not really put on a lot of weight since coming. To Miami, mm. and um, that the, I mean, like Mario Cristobal is not going to talk about it and stuff like that. But that supposedly that that's what I heard is the reason as to why mm-hmm. he he didn't really play. Um, and that's not a knock on the kid. That's not saying the kid's not working hard by all accounts. But from what I know, what I've seen of the kid, what I've heard about the kid is he does work hard. He's a hard worker. He's a true like freshman that. as well. He's a true freshman. Okay. Um, you know, he's a kid that works hard and all that stuff. You know, his body's just not ready. You know, will it be ready next year? Will it be ready in two years? I have no idea. Um, but his body's just not ready now. And, like, quite frankly, I don't, I don't blame the coaching staff for doing that. You're protecting the kid. If the kid, like, the big-ass dudes out there, bro, you're playing. Like, ACC's not the SEC, but it's Division One Power 5 football. Like, those are big dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so, um, and I can understand the frustration a parent might have, but you can't. From I'll speak from experience, and I'm not going to go through the whole story now, but I've told you the story, stories that I've dealt with coaching and parents, mm-hmm. and you have to have zero tolerance for that stuff. Yeah. That, can't like, you cannot allow that. And the answer to that is always, like, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to come curse you out and say, you can't say this or that. You can say whatever you want. If you think I'm a bad coach or you don't think I'm playing your son, you don't have no playing time, you are free to leave. You can mm-hmm. take your kid and go anytime. Especially the way the portal's working today. You they have the transfer whatever, portal. You whenever you want. You have, and, and, and especially with Mario Cristobal, the kind of recruiter that he is, 
that's fine. Go. Like I'll I'll get somebody else. Mm-hmm. You're not. You do not have to. Uh, you as a coaching staff, as an elite coaching staff. This is what the coaching staffs. You know, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia. They all do it. You op, You have to opt. You're a position of strength. Mm-hmm. I am Georgia. You can't, you can't break. I am Alabama. Situation. Yeah. I am Ohio State. You're here to play for the logo. You're not mm-hmm. here for yourself. You're not here for me. You're not here for, for NIL. You're here for Especially, the logo. I mean, shit, even worst case scenario, okay, a player is upset. A player's mom being upset? Yeah, we, nah, we ain't bending on that one. Sorry, that's just not how that works. Exactly. So you draw the line? Yeah, I mean, come on. And that's where it is. And so, you know, to, to go into that, um, and that's actually one of the biggest reasons why I, I'm very positive about Mario Cristobal and mm-hmm. the future of Miami because what we've seen a lot from this program in the past is they operate from a position of weakness. Mm-hmm. The reason they have this culture is because they pander to kids like that because, uh, they, yeah, the freshman top 10 corner. Don't want to necessarily call them divas, but like, people get upset and then it's like, okay, let's cater to them to make them happy. But it's not, I don't even years. want to call it divas because, like, I personally, I do not blame the kid or the parent for being upset. Mm-hmm. You should not be happy. You should be upset that you're not playing. I want that in my program. I never, ever, me as a coach, I never, ever, ever um, condemned kids for complaining about their playing time. If you were not happy with the amount of you were playing, I want you to be upset. But, but you go it's a it. matter of how you handle it. Like if your solution is to to not work any harder or to you know to to not come and talk to me about it, figure out what you can do better. Not if, if your, if your solution is that you're going to go run to mom and dad and, and think mom they're going to come out here. Yeah. yeah. If you think that's how you're going to get more playing time. No, no. not here. Go mm-hmm. do that somewhere else. I will not pander to you. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And that's something that Miami has done in the past and not just with the parents stuff, like just honestly, in general, like one of the biggest complaints I had in particular about Manny Diaz, he, he just, played the seniors like he just played seniors and juniors because they were seniors and juniors mm-hmm. like they're not good like they have younger players who are better but they just because they were like upperclassmen they played them mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's just kind of like that entitlement um that that's been a problem at miami and so like i said i i, I have a lot of um faith and i think um the future is bright in miami because mario cristobal has been very blunt mm-hmm. and public that no, that's not what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Jimbo, Jimbo has struggled to kind of, to bring it back around to Texas A and M. Jimbo has struggled, um, not just here at Texas A and M, but at at Florida State as well to to keep uh keep control of his locker room. And um. I let me. I said I had some stats for you, so if you want to, we could just wrap this up. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, with these stats, just give me thirty seconds while I scroll a little more. Here we go. Texas A&M over in their last eleven games against FBS teams. So those are the the bowl bowl series teams. Mm-hmm. They're two and nine. Ooh, uh, that's not good. Twenty twenty two. Texas A&M. They're the first SEC team to be eliminated from bowl season. It's their first. They're currently on their first six-game losing streak at A&M since 1972. Jesus. That is, what, 50 years? 
50 years. Yeah. Um, they are the highest preseason ranked team to finish with a losing record since 2010, which was Texas. Texas was fifth that year. Texas mm-hmm. A&M came into this season sixth. Mm. Um, and they're the first program ever to follow a number one recruiting class with a losing record. Oh, ever. Uh, ever. Ever. That's, that's wow. never been done before. Who came close? I couldn't tell you. No. I did did didn't Miami win your number of recruiting class? And they st- that was a Randy Shannon year, but they did not finish with a losing record. I believe they won eight games that year. Oh, yeah. I think they were eight and five. What a Um, Yeah. I, oh, I, oh, and I, one more for you. Not really a stat, but... Just um, taking a shot. Texas A&M has a worse record than Vanderbilt, who just won their first game in conference um, in, like, I think it's been, like, three years. They lost 26 straight games in conference, Vanderbilt. And Texas A&M has a worse record than them. In Vanderbilt. Than Vanderbilt. Yep, good old Vandy. Yeah. All right, so that's it for Texas A&M. Yep. That's all we're going to get to. All right, now look. It's it's Friday when you're hearing this. I actually want to get on the front and say it's Jimbo's fault. He went on an interview and was out here ratting on everybody else. He wasn't ratting. Uh, He should have kept his mouth shut. No, remember, Saban went after him. And he was got defensive. Was that really what happened? Yeah, Saban yeah, went after Sa- him and Saban. Dion. Well, no, because it was because Jimbo was out here talking about some. Yeah, you know, we we don't pay for our players. No, no, he said that after. He uh, said no, that Jimbo after. Didn't say that after. He said Saban, it after. Saban said that that was like some. It was like a. I think it was like a booster or some some kind Super of event booster at event. Alabama, he did an interview, of course. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's basically one of those things where, like, you know, the people come out and because they spend their money, they can, you know, kind of talk. It's like a meet and greet with Nick Nick Saban kind mm-hmm. of deal, and. um Basically, he kind of said that, pandering to the audience. Like, does he actually think that's true? He probably does. But, like, normally that's, like, that's one of those things you kind of, all right, like, I believe it, but, like, I'm not going to say it. Or if I do, like, I'll say it off record to some reporter or something. Like, like nobody's going to know that came from me. Yeah. And to be fair, like, I don't think Nate Saban knew that was being recorded because, like, it wasn't, like, a televised event. It wasn't a press it was like conference. A private, private it was, like, a event private event. Okay. Um, you know. But, Didn't he do an interview? No, no, it was not an interview. It was a, it was it was it was like it was basically like a Q it was a Q and A. Okay, so it was like an interview. Okay. But it, it wasn't a press conference or anything Jimbo like that. The did the it was a private conference. Yeah, Jimbo, well, he had to. Jimbo he, called he, was he, he, he was ticked off. He said he was ticked the, off. The point that I'm trying to make is he went up there and lied, telling some telling them, oh, yeah, we Now we, look, just because you don't you don't appreciate um What's there, what's that place called? Station? What the fuck is it called? College Stafford. Station. College. This because you don't appreciate College Station. You don't even know the name of the goddamn place. <laughs> I can't. My, dog, dog. I arrest my case. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Look, man. Leave, leave, leave Jimbo Lumber. He'll be there next year. All right, let's get on this Friday. Let's do. Let's get to the Friday picks. All right, college football. Khalil. Sure. We ran out of time, so we couldn't couldn't give your team some praise this year. Your uh, TCU baby. But this week. They're playing Rank number three, I think. Number four. 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 Damn. They're playing. Ba- they're at Baylor. Oh, yeah, they will oh, be oh, number oh, three oh, at some point. Hold on. They're at Baylor this week. They're only favored by two and a half. Let's go. Two you and t- a half. Yeah. Uh, by foot goal. They're favored. Yeah, they're favored. I'm on that, the road. I'm taking that the points. And, yeah, I'm taking wow. that and I'm taking over. All right. Well, that was TCU by a touchdown. Wasn't really much of an argument there. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to Clayton's team. Georgia at Kentucky. 
Georgia's favored by 22 and a half points. Only 22 ah. and a half? Ah. Uh, yeah, that's... Oh, you think it should be more? It should be more. I saw Kentucky last week. Woo, woo. Now look at you hot. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points, dog. I ain't gonna you hold said 22 you. and a half? I'll take 22. Georgia by 24. They cover. By three tutties? Mm. Nah, bro. I'm taking Kentucky. Kentucky ain't gonna get blown up by no three, no, three tutties. That's, 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 yeah, that's a lot. That's, mm, nah, that's bro. A, you know what? I'll take, I'll take Georgia, but I don't think they're gonna cover. That's risky business. To I'm take taking for Kentucky. Kentucky points. ain't gonna get blown up by no 22 points, dog. I'm not, I don't feel it. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, one more game. Two top 25 teams. We got Yo Man, Lincoln Riley, <laughs> versus my guy, Chip Kelly. You said Lincoln. Well, how did Lincoln Riley become? Oh, because Clayton hates Lincoln Riley. So, so I don't. But you don't have a problem with Lincoln Riley. He's not my guy either. Okay, whatever. I mean, he has to be somebody's. Jeez, you know, he was good. the coach of Oklahoma. Where okay. Monday at? All right, leave, leave, leave. what he told y'all. He told y'all leave his people alone, man. Let him, let him be, man. It's a rough year for them, just like us. All right, you, you, USC at UCLA. Uh. It's a home game for UCLA, even though I know Clue's going to make oh, a diss record. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. I mean, would there really be that yeah, much more I people at they, USC they, they anyway? They call it the 12th man, but only because it's actually 12, 12 people in the stands. <laughs> You're so big. All right. USC is favored. Is favored by two and a half points. USC by two and a half? Yeah. I haven't watched any USC uh, football, so I, I, I can't really say. I don't think they've. I'm going to go. I think UCLA beats them, actually. I'm going on a limb. UCLA has two losses? Mm-hmm. And USC only has one. They're not that far off. Give me USC. You take USC? I take USC. I'll take UCLA. Their wide receivers are crazy. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the big leagues, as I like to say. All right. We're going to do... I was going to do Jets and Patriots, but, like, that's not really a watchable game. I mean, that's kind of, like, that's hard for the eyes. Is Zach Wilson playing? Is that Joe Flacco yes, versus Mac Jones? Yes, that's Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson, not, not oh, Joe Flacco. How dare you? All right. I'm going to do Eagles at Colts. A little more entertaining, you know? They they just got their... Yeah, yeah, man. You didn't see Matt Ryan running and gunning out there? The Ran for his Jeff life and then, like, tripped right towards the end? For, hey, man, it's still 40 yards. Okay. The Eagles are favored. They're on the road, but they're favored by seven points. I got the Eagles by... by seven. I mean, they got the new coach energy right now. Eagles by. Yeah. I got Eagles by ten. Right. Wait, hold on. Made my dog Derek Carr cry, dog. Had him out here looking crazy. Shit was nasty. He made himself cry. Come on. <laughs> look. He lucky I was at that. He lucky I know that press conference. I was told him to come off the stage when he started crying like <laughs> that. Yes. Now I actually feel bad for Derek Carr. He he's been through some, a lot of bullshit on that team, yo. A lot. You forgetting that bullshit he pulled? I feel bad for him. They no. paid that fool. He garbage. <laughs> Is it really on him? I, I guess so. I don't know. Well, you, got, think, you think he's, he's gonna been look there better? For like eight years. He's been he, actually six. I think. You think he's gonna look better on the Colts next year? Who was his coach before? Um, before Gruden got there? Or was no? Because Gruden wasn't. Oh, it was before, um, wasn't, uh, Jack Jack Del Rio. Was it him? It was yeah, Jack. It was, it was yeah. It was Jack Del Rio. Um, no, I think it was Jack Del Rio. Then they fired him and they hired, they hired like Gruden. Gruden, offensive line coach, and then it was Gruden. I mean, no, 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 no. It was just Gruden. No, they, they, just, they had an interim. No, they had, they had an interim. Oh, the interim. Oh, I thought you were talking about. 
I mean, like, honestly, they should have kept that the real. It would have been better off. That's be a bad rap sheet of coaches. Come on, like, what are we doing? Jack Del not a horrible coach. I'm not, oh, oh, hold up, keep talking. I, I don't know if I could find it, <laughs> but I saw a nasty Derek Carr stat. Go ahead, oh, let me God. see if I can. I didn't. I don't I, think I. I mean, I just it. feel like he's he's got a, he's got a rough break. Dog. I don't you care if bad, he's crying. You have, yeah, you have yeah. a list of bad coaches. You got. I mean, he looked better at Gruden. Yeah, because they also had a receiver who's no longer there. Ah, I found it. All oh, right, he oh, come on. It was. Uh, I didn't. Hold you on. Had, you had, ah, I found it. Yeah, what? Both your both your tight ends were struggling with substance abuse. I mean, it's it's been a rough patch for the man. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, dog. Here we go. Here and we he, go. He, but he walks by feet. Hey, what's my man's name? Josh Jacobs, or whatever. Come on, brother. It, it, oh no, Josh Jacobs having like a career year. That's not his fault. I got you right now. That's not his fault. I'm gonna change your mind right now, oh, Khalil. God, I'm Here scared. we go. Ready. Derek Carr has not had a game with three passing touchdowns since week 13 in 2020. Oh, shit. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Did he have a ru- He hold might on. have had a game where he had a rushing. Come I'm on. He might have two and, two and one. Come on. Not now. so fast. Not so fast. <laughs> Some QBs who have had a game with three passing TDs more recently. Oh, you want to say some bullshit. Mac Jones is on there. CJ Beathard. Boop. Does Khalil even know what Excuse team CJ Beathard plays for? I have no clue that. <laughs> I believe he was with the 49ers. Yes. Go ahead. Who else? Cam Newton. Oh, no. Yeah. Can't throw more than 10 yards, Cam Newton. That's right. Him. He's not even in the league. That's, yep. the, that's the point. <laughs> Davis <laughs> Mills. Hey, hey. Now, hey now, 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 you know I like Davis Mills. Don't, do, don't be disrespectful. Jar Jar Binks out here. <laughs> Drew Locke. A lot the swag, Drew Lock. I mean, Denver. I mean, he's he's playing I'm my. I'm not gonna lie to you. Denver Denver this this one, this one might be the worst on the list. I'm gonna save it for last. We're gonna skip him. Mike White. Mike, hey, hey, not Mike even... White had a moment. Hold on. Oh hell no! Oh hell no! He dude for two weeks. Mike White is trash, personified. Get out of here. He's not good, dog. He might be better than Zach. He's Mike. like a better version of the Peter Man. I'm not doing this. Get out of here. Go ahead. Mitch Trubisky. No, that's MVP Mitch to you, boy. Watch him. Watch it. Trevor, Don't be, mm, Trevor I Simeon. heard that. Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon did have a moment, so I wouldn't be too surprised. He had, he a, had moment. a moment, or he the did. or the or the Saints defense had a moment. Uh, we're, we're talking about start three touchdown stats. Come on now. Yeah, it's you hard when other teams just fall If I haven't changed your mind yet, this name for sure will. What do you have? I'm terrified. Josh Johnson. Hey, now hold on now, hold on now. Josh Johnson was a he's you know how long he's been in the league? Consistent you know how many teams he's played for in the league. Consistent. He's, I think he's literally played for half the teams. I in the blame NFL. the offensive coordinator. It's not Derek Carr's fault. Okay, so look, when he ends up in Indianapolis or Washington next year, because you know it's gonna happen, I don't want to hear it. You know what? Washington might be a. Oh, hold on. You thought about Carson? Well, that he might get there. They might have an uh, an owner by the by the time he get there. So that's a bad look. Um, oh, the Colts ain't good look. That's like quarterback retirement home at this point. This where Curry's got to die. It used to be Vegas, but maybe you have a point. But I feel like, but he's been the he's been the lone survivor. He's been there through it all, everything. I'm not going for I mean, it. I'm suck. sorry. I, they suck. He's right. not, I, no. I, I, he had, I don't think he has a playoff one. Well, he would have had one, but, you know, the referees kind of did the job for the Bengals. But, hey, we'll just leave that at that. Okay, buddy. All right. Let's get back to the picks. Eagles and Colts. Who are y'all taking? Let's, we got to move on with the show. We got to wrap it up. Eagles, it's been an hour. They're covering. 
Okay, I'm not gonna fetch on that one. All right. Um, next game. That's easy money. Actually. Yeah, that's easy. Um, next game. Cowboys at Vikings. Dallas is favored on the road by one and a half points. Basically, almost a pick them. What time does the game start? It's a 425 game, Ooh. and it's on CBS. I'm taking the Vikings. I'm taking the I'm Vikings. I'm taking the Cowboys. Explain why. 425, that means there's only going to be, what, two games playing? Uh, that means the world, the world is watching Kirk Cousins, which means he will fail. Oh, I see what he you're trying to do there. Stat. I mean, this is actually, prime time. Actually, but. hold on. Hold on. There's three games, so you have options. Okay, it depends on what the games are. It's Raiders, Broncos. Nobody's watching that. Bengals, Steelers, somebody might watch that. People might actually watch that. I mean, the Fox game is Raiders, Broncos, so some, we have to but watch that. The, but it's the Cowboys, though. People are going to watch the Cowboys. Is that really the Fox game? The Fox game is Raiders, Broncos. Oh, Jesus Christ. Contracts, bro, contracts. Yeah, I'm still taking the Cowboys. I mean, at least it's a little better. Okay, well, I'm taking the Vikings. I'm going with Kurt. And you got the Vikings? Yeah. Ten out of primetime game. If it's at night, it's a problem. Yeah, he's done for. Yeah. All right. The last the one. Might, the sun might start to set and go down. By the, you know, Honestly, by the, by the I'm morning, picking the Vikings because the Dallas defense didn't it's look not, that good yeah. last week. And, um, and, and Dak Prescott is not looking maybe good. playing better than Cooper Rush was. Barely. So right. I'm going with the Vikings. All right. Last game before we wrap this up. Chiefs at Chargers. Sunday night game. <laughs> Wait, didn't the Chargers just play last week on Sunday night? Yeah. Yes, they did. How did they have so many Sunday night games? Herbert threw a pick to end the game. Did Damn. Did. Who did. got more primetime uh, games? The Chargers did. or the Broncos? I, I feel like I watch them on primetime every other week. This is ridiculous. And they both seem to fail when oh. All right. Well, the Chiefs are favored by five, even though they're on the road. Um, Who you got? Well, I don't know. Go ahead, Khalil. Who you got? I want the Chargers to win. Just to prove a point about that uh, uh, Chiefs offense. Okay. Give me the Chiefs can, can by we, a pick couldn't six. Couldn't beat the 49ers. A Chiefs by a pick six. Wow. Disrespectful. <laughs> I got the Chiefs. Oh, a repeat of last time? And last week. And last week. Uh, wasn't a pick six, but he still threw an interception to lose that game. And it was not a receiver in sight. Not even 10 yards. Near I mean, in his ball. defense, he doesn't have, like, his two best receivers. In his defense. I'm going to get a boy a little bit. He, he, he pick six when he had him, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> he, didn't have, he didn't have Keenan Allen in that game. He only had Mike Williams. I'm just saying. Mike Williams is a better receiver anyway. All right, whatever. All right. Allen can't stay on the damn field, brother. All right, final Five thoughts. Minutes. Let's wrap this up, Kulo. I know you've had like two weeks. You must have thoughts. No, not really. Oh, oh, because uh, I didn't get to say it on air. Brother, Max Verstappen, my guy, it's not looking good for you, brother. I, I, I look, I mean, I'm Red Bull till I die. So whether he's there or not, you know what I mean? But he, ooh, not, 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 not a good sight. Um, he had his reasons. <clears throat> oh, so I found out what what um what Sergio Perez said. He um he said he's like he's like yeah like you know it's kind of fucked up like that you know he wouldn't uh let me get the points or whatever for all the stuff that I'd done for him. He's like if it wasn't for me he wouldn't even have two championships. That's oh. what he said. Whoa. That's what he said. Didn't Max? Didn't? Well, I guess he did. I, from what they said on the broadcast, mm -hmm. um. I guess they were speculating that Max didn't let him do it because um, Sergio had cost him a race. Like, I think he, he cost him a race because... Um, During the season? Yeah, I don't know mm -hmm. if it was this year. It might have been last year. Um, but he supposedly he cost him a race. Um, well, there has no. There were a couple of there times. Was something happened and like a safety car came out. I don't know if he crashed or like he caused oh, a crash. Oh, okay. I was thinking of something else. Because there were a couple of times in the season where uh, Max was struggling with pace and they would let Sergio uh, pass him. 
to try to um to play for a better position, but usually Sergio Perez wasn't succeeding in those spots, so maybe he felt a way about that particular thing. But dog, you have the championship already, bro. Like why, you know? But like that's the point that I've been trying to make is like they play for the same team, but they ain't teammates. Like everybody's out for their own for the most part. But it seems like they kind of piece it up because they had a uh they had a dinner with like all the drivers uh yesterday, mm. and they're all kicking it. But you know how it is. they have wings. Oh, oh, expensive wings, very expensive wings. <laughs> um, but no, nah, I don't think I have anything else. Fight the power as always, I guess. Brandon. I don't have anything. Nothing? No. You don't want to get nothing off? Nothing Not to tell really. the people? Not really. Uh, uh, nah, I'll save that for Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I better be ready on Sunday, you know. It's the episode before Thanksgiving. You don't have to come at y'all what y'all thankful for. You know? Wait, on Thursday? No, on Sunday, on Sunday show. Oh, I'm, I'm all over the place. <laughs> oh, this Sunday? Yes. It's our show before Thanksgiving. We're I, not doing a show on Thanksgiving. I might. I should make it on time. Okay. All right. Because, um, yeah. Yo, what? Oh, you got oh no. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to be in Orlando tomorrow. That's why. Oh, my man going out of town. All right. Go yeah, ahead. I got uh, my family wants to go to Universal, so. Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. All right. Well, I don't really have anything. We will see y'all. Oh, wait. By quick notice to the audience. We do have a new segment that will be coming out soon where you guys will be able to speak to us and we'll be able to discuss your stuff in kind of like a voicemail format. We'll give you a little bit more information on that on Sunday. So we'll see you then. This has been another episode of the Scorekeepers podcast. We'll see you on Monday morning. We out. This has been another five-star production. Shot, go to peace.